Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But I think we really have to start with Bill Belichick not getting the Atlanta job. First of all, Raheem Morris, by all accounts, is one of the best and brightest in the game, and there are so many people so happy today that he's getting a shot to be the Atlanta head coach. A lot of people who coached or were a part of this organization are thrilled uh, about Raheem Morris getting this opportunity. Raheem Morris was here uh, from 2012 to 2014 as the defensive backs coach. Uh, he coached, by the way, with Jay Gruden and John Gruden in Tampa. Uh, in fact, Jay Gruden and Raheem Morris were very close. Raheem came to work for Mike Shanahan in Washington, but stayed to be a part of Jay's staff in 2014. Um, so there are a lot of connections, obviously, with Raheem Morris and this particular franchise. I think most of you know this will not be his first go-round as a head coach. He was a head coach in Tampa for three years, 2009 through 2011. Uh, did not do well as a head coach there. They were 17 and 31. He got the interim gig in 2020 in Atlanta, where he is now. Um, I don't really count that as a as a head coaching stint. They went four and seven. Uh, in that particular season. Uh, But there are a lot of people really thrilled 
that Raheem Morris is getting this opportunity. There are a lot of people, a lot of players and coaches, especially in the league, that have been big believers of Raheem Morris over the years. And the opportunity that he got back in 2009 at Tampa, they felt like wasn't the nece- necessarily the best opportunity uh, for him when he was there. Uh, he's been an outstanding uh, assistant uh, coach, an outstanding defensive coordinator here over the last few years for Sean McVay and Los Angeles, and now he will be Atlanta's new head coach. But the story is really Bill Belichick not getting that job and really Bill Belichick not getting any job in this hiring cycle. Now, there are a lot of rumors flying around out there about Andy Reid and the Chiefs job that if Andy Reid wins it, he might retire, and even if he doesn't, he might retire. There have been, throughout Andy Reid's life, as many of you know who have followed the Andy Reid story, there have been many tragedies uh, in his family. Um, and there may be you know, compelling reasons now for Andy Reid to finally step away. And there's been actual conversation, including on some of the ESPN talk shows, about Bill Belichick potentially replacing Andy Reid at the end of this season. That blows me away. Like, Bill Belichick doesn't replace a legend. He is the legend. Uh, He's not Barry Switzer replacing Jimmy Johnson. I can't imagine that Belichick would take the Kansas City job if it opens up. But maybe he will. Um, He's not going to get the Washington job. I think we all understand that. He's never been a guy that's uh, been a requested interview by Josh Harris and now the combination of Josh Harris, the search committee, and Adam Peters. Uh, And in Seattle, he hasn't been interviewed there either. Could Seattle change their direction and go after Belichick, perhaps, um, but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. I- I'm I'm very surprised. I'm very surprised that we may get through this hiring cycle and both Belichick and Vrabel, uh, the two pr- two of the three proven guys. You know, Dan Quinn is somewhat proven as a head coach, um, but beyond that. The three guys that have been really long-time t- proven NFL coaches and coaches in general, Harbaugh, Belichick, and Vrabel. And Harbaugh may be the only one that ends up getting hired as teams have foregone that kind of experience, that kind of guarantee of having you know an absolute excellent coach walking into your building for more of an NFL unknown. You know, when you hire a coordinator, you're getting a bit of an unknown. You know, right now the jobs, uh, you know, have been filled. Dave Canales got the Carolina job. Uh, By the way, that takes Ben Johnson out of the running for that. Not that I I would suggest that he was ever legitimately in the running for that, but he has not been a target for... Seattle, which really makes Washington the Ben Johnson destination. It doesn't seem like they're competing with anybody now for Ben Johnson, even though Ben Johnson was the hottest name among all of the coordinators. Harbaugh to the Chargers, Callahan to the Titans, Antonio Pierce staying in in Vegas, uh, Mayo with the Patriots. Uh, 
and it looks like the music's going to stop and all the chairs are going to be filled and Belichick and Vrabel may be on the outside looking in. So why is this? I can't explain the Vrabel. That doesn't make any sense to me. I think he's been an easy top 10 coach in the NFL during his time in Tennessee and a very innovative uh, coach as well at Tennessee. Um, The Belichick thing is perhaps a little bit easier to understand. And it essentially goes like this. You've got a guy that felt going into this process that he was interviewing the teams, that he wasn't being interviewed. He was interviewing them to see if they were acceptable for him to take that job. And in that world of alpha males, Arthur Blank and everybody else within the Atlanta organization, it's very possible that they didn't view the interview process that way. The second part of it is is that Bill Belichick may have required more control than anybody was willing to give him. You know, Bill Belichick, the general manager, the roster construction guy, is the guy that's let down Bill Belichick, the coach, since Tom Brady left more than anything else. And perhaps Arthur Blank and the front office in Atlanta and other places, that was a non-starter. We'll find out at some point, ultimately, why it fell apart. Um, Raheem Morris is the beneficiary and a deserving beneficiary, for sure. But I do think that from last week through the weekend, even until maybe the very early portion of this week, it certainly seemed like it was Bill Belichick to Atlanta, Harbaugh to the Chargers, and maybe Vrabel would be the only one that got left out. But now the all-time greatest winner as a head coach may be after parting ways with New England, thinking that there would be plenty of opportunity. He may have to wait until next year, or perhaps he's done. I understand the idea of certain teams that are a ways away from winning, like Washington, at least you know perception-wise, looking at the roster, looking at what they will likely be doing at quarterback. You know, starting a rookie uh, drafted very highly, more likely than not in 2024. You know, a team in Carolina that will have a second-year quarterback, uh, and perhaps Belichick would never work for a guy like Tepper anyway. Um, and some of the other opportunities that were out there uh, maybe weren't even possibilities for Belichick or even the teams because they're looking for something that's potentially more long-term than a three-year fix, you know, getting Bill to 75 and then having him break the record and then retiring. Um, But I am definitely surprised. I know some of you aren't. Some of you from the jump didn't want to have anything to do with Bill Belichick in Washington. Um, And It turns out that, you know, Atlanta, which has a better roster than Washington, still doesn't have the answer at quarterback. They apparently don't want him either. Uh, We'll learn more. Denton, I, I, you know, I think in the last day or two, we started to get a sense, all of us as NFL fans, that this was a possibility, that it may not work out 
for him in Atlanta. But there's no chance three weeks ago anybody would have said that by the time we get done with this hiring cycle, Bill Belichick's still going to be is going to be unemployed as a head coach. I'm, I am I am surprised by it, but like when it had been kind of a week and he had only interviewed in one spot. I knew I knew something was up here because a guy like him, like I'm surprised Vrabel hasn't interviewed more places, but these guys usually interview multiple spots. When it was Atlanta or Bust, just kind of having a, a slight understanding of how Arthur Blank is maybe one of the more egotistical owners in the NFL, I figured it was going to be a little bit of an issue. Arthur Blank at various times during his time in Atlanta has tried to hire big-name coaches, you know, legendary coaches, Joe Gibbs, he tried to talk into taking the Atlanta job. Bill Parcells and now Belichick. And, you know, it was more described with the former uh, in Gibbs and Parcells that ultimately he didn't woo them, that they didn't want to go work for him. With Belichick, this appears to have been an Atlanta decision. So Belichick, you know, still 15 wins away from passing Don Shula. You know, Belichick's at 333, Shula's at 347. He turns 72 in April. Um, is it possible that he doesn't coach in 2024, but then coaches in 2025? Sure. But he'll be 73 at that point. He'll be a year out of the game. Uh, it's very possible that he is done. Uh, which, again, maybe the last couple of days this isn't you know a massive shocker, but there's no way, even for those of you who were like, I don't want him here, there's no way you would have predicted that he would have been shut out from this hiring cycle. I don't think um, he's done, though. Do you really think he's done if he doesn't get a job this year? I would imagine that there's someone that thinks they're close enough to being a coach away is going to fire somebody this upcoming season, and then he would slide in there. Look, there was conversation when it became, you know, somewhat of a given that he wasn't going to be in New England anymore, that in this offseason, some teams would actually fire their coaches, no matter how successful they were, to bring in Belichick for 24. I mean, it was like, oh my God, he's available. The GOAT is available. There were teams... I mean, there was a certainly thought after Dallas lost to Green Bay about Belichick potentially to Dallas, after Philly got run out of the building by Tampa Bay, potentially Belichick to, to Philly, although at that point it looked like the Atlanta thing was far enough along. Um, but there was discussion during the season. You know, do we get rid of our guy that we have now to bring in Bill Belichick? Like, I, I you know, I'll, I'll give you one I think, interesting situation. The Jets, who have clamored and tried so hard to be relevant, they, it's been so long since they've been relevant in the NFL. You know, there was talk that Salah may not make it to next year, uh, but they decided to keep him. It certainly wasn't his fault that Aaron Rodgers uh, tore his Achilles uh, on play number four of the season. But that team with Aaron Rodgers is set up to win. Uh, would they think about the Jets making a decision here to move on from Robert Sala and bring in Belichick? Is there anybody else you know out there? What about Sean McDermott in Buffalo? 
Is there a chance now that he doesn't have this gig that somebody will change their mind about their current status quo? I mean, there was a there was a time there where it was like if McDermott doesn't make the playoffs, he's done. You know, he made the change at offensive coordinator, you know, getting rid of Dorsey and going to Joe Brady. It actually, you know, ultimately the results in terms of the team wins improved overall and they got to the postseason. They won a playoff game, lost one at home, though, disappointing loss. What about that as a possibility? Um I mean, I'm just thinking about the, the the various teams that are close to winning and perhaps winning in a big way. I mean, could we see a, a major, you know, 180 from some of the teams that have decided to keep their, their people now that Belichick's totally available? Well, yeah, Dallas and Philly would be the top two, right? Yeah, but they've pretty much committed at this point, to McCarthy and Sirianni, you may, may, I, you're just talking. I mean, they've already hired. They, they've already hired Vic Fangio to be the defensive coordinator. Ron Rivera didn't get that job, as a reminder. Um, Vic Fangio in Philadelphia, so that's not a spot for uh, for Belichick. You're talking now, but what about if if they get eight eight weeks into the season, things aren't going well? Sirianni's out of there. They'd be, hey, Bill, like come here. Yeah, yeah, next year. But I'm talking move. about: is it possible that this year somebody decides? Well, we thought it was a foregone conclusion with Atlanta. It's not now. You know, uh, that would I mean, be Dallas. How about the eye. Bears? <laughs> you know, how about the Bears early on, sticking with Eberflus, and you know. Uh, who, by the way, I actually think did a pretty good job. I mean, that team was horrible early in the year. And it, at one point, didn't it win like five out of six games or something like that yeah, they down the stretch, four out of six, whatever it was. I mean, they they were still alive for the postseason going into the last uh, couple of weeks of the season. But Eberflus, instead of Vrabel or Belichick? I don't think I would, I don't think I would have Belichick attempt to develop a young quarterback. How about Dennis Allen instead of Vrabel or Belichick? He was a name I was about to throw at you. I don't know why that guy's still coaching. As much as I love Todd Bowles, after what happened at the end of that game, you know, Belichick or Vrabel versus Todd Bowles? Seriously? Uh, um, Maybe this isn't over. I, that's what I'm just suggesting is that maybe it's not over, but it appears to. You know, because these are the openings that are openings now. The the Kansas City thing, just, I can't imagine Bill Belichick following Andy Reid. It just doesn't seem like that. It seems beneath him. Even though the the opportunity is set up to win big right away. Uh, Anyway, NFL. Crazy uh, offseason here. Um, Teams definitely going away from proven and hoping to get that guy that is the guy for the next 10 to, you know, 10 plus years. And certainly our franchise here appears to be heading in that direction. Uh, Detroit, San Francisco, if Detroit loses, I think a week from now, we've already had the introductory presser. Of Ben Johnson. That seems like a given. When you see stories breaking about his offensive coordinator, Hank Fraley, already being identified, although it is interesting, right? And I I said this to you two days ago, that it was my understanding that Quinn is the the plan B. 
You know, I, t- I mentioned that on the show two days ago. Quinn's going to be the first guy that they're bringing in for technically a third interview. He's already had the virtual. He's already had one in person. And Ian uh, Rappaport reported yesterday that he is going to come in for a second in person interview. So technically, is third overall. Uh, they, I, th- from what I understand, were very impressed with Dan Quinn. I think Dan Quinn has interviewed very well previously. Um, so I, if for whatever reason Ben Johnson decided, you know what, Seattle's a better opportunity for me. Uh, or he didn't like the offer or whatever. And I think, you know, we have we're, – we're, we're at it like an, an 80% probability on Ben Johnson. But I, I believe plan B, as I mentioned two days ago, is Quinn. Uh, and Rappaport uh, reporting yesterday that he's coming in for a third interview um, would be, I think, I'm not keeping the closest track uh, or audit of all of the virtual versus in-person, but I'm pretty sure Quinn will be the first to ultimately have three interviews with the team. Right, Denton? I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, because the only other one would be Ben Johnson, so yes, that's correct. Exactly. But Ben Johnson has not had the first in person yet. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.